This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you're listening to the MAPS Step Back Podcast. TK. I like this, TK. I like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk at the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Luka with the step back three. Oh, yeah! Boy, Chris Stabs, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, want to fit a gap on your team head. I ain't talking heads, dang, I relax. Still at a champ, Divas still coming with the Calibus flow. The Mavs the best on the flow. I'm wild, but yeah, I'm the How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and Dallas basketball on SI colleague, Matt Galatson. And today, as you can see, we have a very special guest, a new Dallas Mavericks forward uh, wing, I guess you'd say, Wes Iwundu. Wes, how you doing, man? Good, man. How's it going? <laughs> doing great. I mean, look, we uh, you always have one of those uh, moves that, you know, kind of comes towards, I guess you'd say, the end of free agency that nobody saw coming. And right. uh, the Mavs, you know, that for the most part, they did a lot of their damage on draft night. <clears throat> and – you know, then we got the notification that, you know, Wes Wonder was signing with the Mavs. So, what was that like? How did that come up for you? And, uh, you know, how are you about to attack this opportunity in training camp? Uh, yeah, man, it was uh, – it happened pretty fast, actually. You know, uh, I think free agency started on Friday. And uh, we were hearing from a few teams. And I think maybe around midnight somewhere or a little late that night on Friday, I had uh, heard from – that uh, Mark Cuban had called in, you know, just uh, – kind of showing interest, man, and, you know, for me, I thought that was pretty unbelievable. You know, uh, Mark Cuban, he's a great guy, um, even with the Mavs, man, great organization on the come up, man. So, you know, as soon as I heard that, um, you know, I think the Mavs would kind of rose, you know, right to the top of my list. Um, just because of the competition factor, man, and, you know, what's to look ahead for, you know, with the organization and getting back to uh, those winning ways. Yeah, and, you know, as far as wing depth goes, that's something the Mavs didn't really have last mm-hmm. year. And they addressed that, you know, pretty significantly this offseason. It seems like every move they made was for a wing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the exception of re-signing Trey Burke. But, uh, you know, what do you think you can bring to this team immediately just from day one? Um, you know, first and foremost, just a different focus and uh, energy level to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, I've been in here in the league for about three years, man, and that's kind of what my stamp been, you know, on the uh, defensive side. You know, just bringing that energy and uh, trying to bring a different focus to my teammates. So, you know, and, uh, and as far as the offensive side go, you know, when it comes to playing with players like Luca, KP, uh, Tim, you know, whoever you want to throw in there, they kind of make the game easier for everyone else around them. So, uh, 
you know, my job, you know, just pretty much a lot of catch and shoots, man, and, you know, just uh, getting out of transition, trying to run the floor for a lot of easy buckets, man, mixing it up. Oh, yeah. Matt? Well, Wes, you kind of touched on it a bit earlier, but um, what was your perception of the Mavs organization coming in? I mean, I know you've, you've been around the league a little bit and seen mm-hmm. other places. So what drew you to the Mavs, and what did you like about them? Uh, you know, pretty much the, the big step that they took. You know, um, going in the direction that they're going, you know, with uh, Luca being an MVP conversations, you know, for this upcoming season, uh, KP, you know, whoever else you want to throw in there, man. I think uh, the opportunity here is great, you know, to come in here, uh, make some things happen, man. And, you know, be in the conversation for the top of the West, you know, and try to get some things and things done. Yeah, because the team, I mean, just overall, I mean, the team was good last year, but they got bit by the injury bug. And like I said, their their wing depth just wasn't where it needed to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. now they've addressed those issues and it looks like they're going to be a favorite uh, in the West this year, you know, to potentially get one of those top four seeds. But, uh, Wes, just from your side, you know, before you signed with the Mavs and everything, you know, it, it was a weird season. It got suspended because of all this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had to, you know, they had the bubble come up and, you know, you were playing there with the Magic. I mean, since then, though, what have you been working on the most with your game? Is there anything you've been trying to add or enhance? Um, I would say, you know, just a lot, a lot more footwork, um, getting into my shot a lot quicker. Um, you know, especially playing with uh, good players like Luke, uh, um, Burke, you know, uh, Josh now, um, whoever you want to throw in there, man. This is going to be a lot of opportunities for a lot of catch and shoots. So, uh, you know, that's been a big thing. A lot of shots, man. Just trying to get stronger and also some ball handling. You know, always crapping the ball handling and trying to stay on top of that, man. You know, just so uh, my skills can kind of stay up to par, man, and be ready to go whenever. Yeah, when when it was announced that you had signed with the Mavs, I, I really took a deep dive into your, your stats since your rookie year. And whatever happened after your rookie year, you know, your three-point shot improved significantly. Uh, is there somebody that worked with you or is there like a specific thing you changed with your shot to get that up? Uh, you know, I just spend a lot of time with uh, the shooting coach, um, you know, different coaches and, you know, actually uh, putting some time behind it, man. Uh, my rookie year, you know, I explained it as it being so, so fast and, you know, so much at once, you know, it was all new to me. So I was still kind of adjusting to things, man. But, uh, you know, a little deeper into my second year, going into my third year, I felt a lot more comfortable, you know, with shooting the ball. And even still to today, man, you know, like just today, you know, working in the gym, um, you know, get some shots up, man, just still trying to, you know, craft, you know, perfect that craft, man, and keep getting better at it, you know, still, you know, feeling confident shooting the ball, man. So that's that's the biggest thing, you know, going into this season. So, yeah. You know, getting ready. It, it seems like over the last, you know, handful of years, you know, just watching the Mavs team, you see a guy like Dorian Finney-Smith, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was undrafted. Mavs took a chance on him. And every single year, him and, and Maxi Kleba, uh, mm-hmm. both of those guys, ever since joining the Mavs, they've just steadily improved their shot. Uh, yeah. Um, here. Yeah, I think that's, uh, Coach, you know, credit to Coach Carlisle, you know, and the uh, development staff, you know, just – Having guys in their uh, perfect roles, man, and prospering in those roles, you know, over the years, I think is big. And especially with the uh, Mavs organization, if you look at guys like Doe, you know, um, 
whoever you want to throw, man, over the years, uh, guys have got better, you know, coming in this system and just developing over the years. So that was also, you know, a big factor, you know, speaking with my team going into this decision, man, and just, you know, seeing what I can um, do and um, get in here, man, and get things going. Well, Wes, I, I was kind of curious. You, you mentioned Rick and, and the development staff and stuff, but mm-hmm. how how attractive is it to play with a guy like Luca, who, you know, also obviously plays a huge role in getting those guys open shots, but just from the mm-hmm. from a creative standpoint and getting to play with a guy who, you know, as, actually as of today is the is the the Vegas favorite for MVP. I mean, how exciting is that? What do you think that adds to some someone like you? Oh, man, this is unbelievable, you know, I explained it because, you know, for me, this is a, this is going to be a first time for me playing with a player like this. So, you know, um, getting comfortable with Luca, you know, in the gym and practice, I think is important, um, you know, especially for a new signing like me, because the attention he's going to bring, you know, to himself, just because, like you said, he's, he's you know, rated uh, in, the, in the top for MVP, man, so in the conversation. So I think the attention he's going to get is uh, crazy. And that's, that's one thing, you know, um, I think it'll take some adjusting to, you know, figuring those things out, figuring out the spots and, you know, kind of what he likes, you know, everybody when that, when those type of things are going on. But to be playing with a player like that, man, you can't ask for nothing better. You know, uh, like I said, he's the type of player who's going to make everyone around him better. Um, and, and and just, you know, for me, like, I, I that makes me want to give it my all, you know, like bring the energy, you know, whatever is, is needed out there, man. I think that's that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, and, you know, we talked about uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi Kleba, and, you mm-hmm. know, I think the majority of the credit, which obviously those guys have worked their butts off uh, since being here, but, you know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of credit, you know, does go to Rick Carlisle and that uh, development staff. But I think the biggest example of a guy benefiting from playing alongside Luca is probably Tim Hardaway Jr. because, you know, coming over from the Knicks, they, they were kind of – they were asking him to do way too much and – uh, you plug him in with Luca now, and all of a sudden he's a forty percent three point shooter. So <laughs> right, uh, yeah, man, that's just that's and that's kind of how you know the examples I, I kind of use too. You know, going into this process, man, just how guys' percentages it's kind of a natural thing, man. Like you know, when you have a player like Luca or KP playing alongside of you, man, like those guys bring so many so much attention to themselves. So it's like the other guys is it becomes that more important, that much more important for those guys, you know, to kind of um be ready and produce, man, in certain situations, which is, which is beautiful. You know, if it's, if it's going and it looks good, man, it's a great thing, man. You know, and it's just something you got to uh, stick with, you know, and, and kind of play through. Now I do, I do have to ask you one thing because since I gave you the, uh, the topic list, a couple of things have happened and, you know, uh, Josh Richardson, he was uh, flying to Dallas from Miami, I believe. And he was on the plane with uh, James Johnson. And he said, the dog yeah. is coming. Are you, do you consider yourself to be one of those dogs? <laughs> For sure, man. Every time, every time I'm on the court, man, I, I play with that mentality. You know, I play with the, with the tough guy. I mean, that's just how it's always been, man. Um, and Josh and James, man, they're no different, man. Like, everybody know about those guys. Like, even me playing against them, you know, from past experience, those guys are tough dudes, man. And I really don't see that changing too much, you know, being here with the mouths, man. It's just – it's a different uh, mindset, you know. It's a it's a good mindset to have on a team, and I think you know in some games, man, that take that, that take a team a long way, honestly speaking. Well, one more question here, and we'll we'll let you get out of here. What is something that you know the Mavs 
Mavs fans in general should know about Wes and Wundu that we probably don't know. What What do you like to do <laughs> in free time? So, so, like, little story, man. You know, like, pretty much since I've been playing basketball, man, like, when I first step my foot through the door somewhere, whether it's uh, AU, college, NBA, it's kind of always like, who is this guy? You know, it's like a, a big question mark, man. But, you know, you know, that kind of it's, it's kind of like what motivates me, you, you know, to uh, get on the court and actually put the product out there, man, you know, uh, and just get out there and play, man. You know, for the Mavs fans, I'm a hard worker, man. You know, I, I go out there with the same mindset every game, you know, bring the energy, um, do whatever is needed for my teammates, man. You know, it's uh, especially playing with the guys I'm playing with now, man. It's just going out there, having fun, and just trying to get some wins, man. So, uh, you know, I'm with the energy, man. I'm with all the energy. You know, I'm always trying to get a stop, lock something up, man, and just, and just get some wins. Most important thing. Well, I know everybody's glad to hear that. I mean, the Mavs, yeah. they not only improved, but, you know, they improved that uh, that energy level, you know. They, yeah, for sure. I think the toughness is a lot better going into this mm-hmm. season. But, Matt, is there anything you want to add before we take off here? No, I mean, I just uh, – I'm excited to, to get to see West play and see all these new guys play. I think it's going to be really interesting chemistry between all the guys and um, every single one of them, you know, and especially Wes is going to bring something to the table that the team didn't have last year. So I think that's really exciting. And also, I want to apologize for my cat running around in the background a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, we're, we're all at home, man. Be as comfortable as you can be, man. I, try, I tried to keep it in, but I did. I, I had to laugh when I saw him make yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wes, look, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we wish nothing but the best for you going into training camp in this season. And we hope you go out there and help the Mavs get a lot of wins this year. We appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. And thank you for having me. Nice meeting you guys as well, too. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you, man. Let's All right, guys. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, this year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you. Yes, sir. You have a good one. You too. All right, guys. Again, that was Wes and Windu, uh, brand new wing signing for the Mavs. Matt, what's your uh, initial takeaway getting to meet uh, Wes there and getting to know a little bit more about him? He's a cool dude, man. I liked him a lot. Um, he wasn't phased at all by my cat running around like an idiot. Uh, he was uh, he was super nice, super engaging, uh, very confident, I think. And uh, I'm excited to see him play and uh, and get to know him, you know, uh, at the games next year. So you know, it it's really cool for me to listen to some of these guys talk that you know, just like Wes did. You would have told me. Four or five years, four or five years ago, that we'd be at the point now where the Mavs are, you know, borderline title contenders. They're still young. They're on the rise. And then you have guys like uh, like West there who who are just like so excited, you know, to get to come play with the Mavs, sign with the Mavs, and uh, play alongside Luca and and for Rick Carlisle. I mean, that's just that's really cool. You can you could tell he is you know, genuinely excited about the opportunity he has. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things, I asked him, you know, is, is he part of, you know, that, that dog group like Josh Richardson and, and James Johnson. And, you know, he, he said he was. And, I mean, his, his highlights, his stats, I mean, that, that speaks for themselves. You know, he's one of those gritty defensive guys. Uh, so, I'm really excited to see – you know, how, how this training camp turns out for him. And I think by the time the end of training camp is here, he'll have a, uh, 
a guaranteed spot on that 15-man roster. Yeah, man, if he doesn't, um, there's some other shenanigans going on that the Mavs don't need to be messing with. Um, yeah. We won't be mean, but, I mean, I think everybody knows what we're what we're talking about. No, I mean, uh, he he's – He's something they need, and if you know, there's there's no reason given his skill set and his past production and um, his youth and and all that you know that his athleticism and all that stuff that he shouldn't be brought back and you know be a probably a legitimate rotation player given the Mavs' current roster makeup. Yeah, um, and so, I mean, like I told, like, like I brought up when we had him on, you know. It's just a complete makeover as far as – how many years have we been just begging the Mavs to go out and just add a bunch of wings, and then they finally did it? <laughs> all, all of the years, Dalton, all of the yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, we, we've, been, we've been begging for that for so long, and now they've actually done it. And you've got Luca, who just finished top four in MVP voting, and he's the MVP favorite heading into this year. I mean, it, it's all coming together, and I'm really excited about it. And just the, just the idea that the Mavs turned – or they basically flipped uh, Justin Jackson and DeLon Wright and Seth Curry into uh, Josh Richardson, James Johnson, and Wesley Wundu. I mean, that's – and we're not even, you know, talking about the draft picks they added too. But, I mean, that, that's really good uh, improvement in my opinion because – you know, like Wes said, he's continuing to work on his shot. Uh, you have to figure playing with Luca and uh, being around Rick Carlisle that he's going to improve like a lot of these other guys have. And, you know, he's really improved significantly since his rookie year. I mean, I don't know if you've looked at it, but, I mean, he went from like <laughs> – I think it was like 16% or something uh, from three in his rookie year uh, to now he's in the mid-30s. So, he's already improved a bunch there figures to improve more, you know, if he stays with, with Luca and Rick for a while. But that's what I like is guys coming in who already have distinct defensive abilities like he does. Uh, you know, in one do, he's got the uh, – he's got a nice wingspan. I believe he's 6'6", if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> 25 years old. Yeah, 25 years old. I mean – I really like it. And it's not like this guy is a project either. I mean, he aver- he's, he's averaged like 18 minutes per game for his entire career. He's three seasons in, and he has playoff experience with the Orlando Magic. So it's not like this is a project, you know. I mean, there's obviously places that, uh, that he can improve, like every player can, but we're not talking about this as like a Justin Jackson-type project. You know, he's going to be ready to go. This this isn't this isn't Justin Jackson. This isn't you know Justin Anderson. This isn't other young guys that um, you know we, we weren't really sure what to expect. We know what exactly yeah. what to expect from him. Yeah, a uh, useful, a very useful rotation player with potential to continue growing, and that's exactly what you need on a fifteen man roster, especially this year where the season is shortened. There's only seventy two games. It's not in the bubble, so, you know, you have the the possibility. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but you have the possibility of, you know, COVID-related stuff uh, hindering your season. You know, maybe certain players don't, don't get to play for a couple weeks or something like that. 
in, in that scenario, you need all the the depth you can get. And, you know, that's why I said earlier, I think once training camp is over, uh, he I think he will end up being on that 15-man roster because, I mean, let's be honest, the Mavs, they, they have plenty of point guards right now. Jalen Brunson's coming back from his shoulder injury. Uh, Luca is your true point guard, your starting point guard. And they re-signed Trey Burke, who was amazing in the bubble for them. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we know how this should go. So now we're just waiting. Yeah, and they also have, you know, Tyrell Terry, who can handle right. the ball quite well. Yeah. So, I mean, it, should they need another guard later in the season, things can be done. And, uh, you know, Tyler Bay is on a two-way contract. Actually, uh, you know, that, that's a whole other thing we could probably get into at another pod. But um, but the way they, they decide to use these two-way contracts and the way they decide to yeah. – to make up the game day rosters will dictate a lot, but there's, you know, there's no reason that Wes should not, um, should not have a roster spot at the end of this. They've, they've got plenty of ball handlers. They've got, um, they've got enough bigs. The thing they needed was wings and he's a very athletic, um, established one that they could, you know, really use. Yeah. And I think that's the main, the main word to use there is established because I think most people, even if they hadn't heard of West before, you know, if Mavs fans, if you haven't heard of West before, you know, he signed with, with Dallas, that doesn't mean that he's a project. I mean, just go, go look through his, his game logs <laughs> since his rookie season three years ago. I mean, this guy has a ton of experience and he has playoff experience. Uh, he's had a bunch of good games. Uh, I looked at, you know, some of his stats from last season and every time he shot, you know, over, Every time he scored more than 10 points a game, I think the lowest percentage he shot from the field was like 55%. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I'm excited about it. And like you said, he's a really cool dude. Uh, It was really great to get to talk to him. And, you know, I hope everybody listening really enjoyed it. Yeah. um, And, you know, another thing that that I like about Wes is he kind of just seems to fit that that personality that the Mavs are looking for. Absolutely. Um, he, like I said earlier, he's, he's very engaging and I, I think he's going to fit really well in the locker room. Um, I you know, guys like him and, and, and Dorian Finney Smith, um, are really integral parts of what goes on, um, having personalities like that. And he just seems to kind of, um, to fit that bill to me, at least our, you know, our brief interview. Oh yeah. Yeah. That definitely has a, a great energy about him and, uh, you know, like we talked about, I think that's going to be one of the big keys heading into this season is just the the overall energy level of this team is going to be something that, you know, we probably haven't seen since, you know, uh, the pre-Rondo Mavs, <laughs> in my opinion. So, but anyway, guys, look, we appreciate y'all coming in and listening to us every single week. I uh, hope you really enjoyed our, our sit down with Wes and Wendu there. The Mavs, they're about to start training camp, and it's going to be a very competitive one. And the season is right around the corner. starts on December 22nd. So uh, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a nice rating there. It really helps us out. And if you watch our interview with Wes and Wendu on YouTube, be sure to click subscribe there. Uh, you know, once fans are allowed back into games, we're still doing that thing where when we hit a 1,000 – uh, subscribers on YouTube, 
we will be giving out two tickets to a Mavs game of your choice. So keep that in mind. Guys, we appreciate it. Hope you have a great rest of the week. We'll see you next time. Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ Crossover doing step backs in a pair of J's These days I'm by my chips like a bag of lays I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.